are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. I appreciate these men who have been with me today and folks that have been in the auditorium and listeners. I, uh, it's unusual, but I felt God's presence so very much in speaking and preaching this morning and the music and again tonight. And um, I uh, look forward to these times I can get to be with you. Really, church has been the same, except I miss that choir. I just miss the choir. And I miss the orchestra. And I miss seeing God's people. I've looked through here. I was speaking to a man on the phone uh, just tonight. And uh, he sits right there with his wife. And I just, I've gone through this whole building uh, thinking about this one. In fact, this afternoon was very strange. I thought, you know, I, I don't think I saw so-and-so today. And I had to catch myself. I might, must be something wrong with me. And you men on the staff, you're such a blessing to me. The staff have been so good and such an inspiration. You know, I tried to force it and get a message that was dealing with what's happening in our country a little bit this morning. I tried to find that, but God gave me, gave me something last Sunday that I preached this morning. I felt like it was the right thing. This has nothing to do with what's going on really in our country. We can apply it. I want to say, and I might be wrong, I want to say this has been in my heart for about the last two weeks but I want, to find, I want to speak to you about find your role. Find your station. What are you supposed to do? You know, I, I believe that God has given a station, a role for every person in life. Now, don't force it. It's going to come to you. Sitting in churches all over America are people that say, well, I just, I, I, here's the thing I hear all the time. I got to preach. Got to preach. God will open the door at the right time. Don't force that door. He might open that door right where you're at as an assistant pastor or associate pastor. He might open that door as the pastor of the church. He may open that door another way. I don't know what God's gonna do. But don't force a door open. Find your role. And in order to find your role, you have to be doing right now what you're supposed to do. If you're a husband, that's your role. You're supposed to lead your wife. You're supposed to love your wife. If you're a wife, you're supposed to submit to your husband and be a Proverbs 31 woman. If you're a child, you're supposed to obey. It's not difficult. It's just obey. That's what God wants you to do. I was speaking to a youngster here recently and I said, it sounds like, it sounds like if we could just learn to obey. And that person looked at me and smiled and said, that's the problem right there. I love the fact they had an honest heart because children obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. We just need to learn to obey. I would hope that as we're somewhat shut down in our country and the world, we take time to say, am I fulfilling that role of husband and, 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 and to love my wife and to lead my wife? Am I fulfilling that role as a wife? Am I fulfilling that role as a child? The general leads. The private, he follows. The private doesn't come to the general and lead the general. The CEO, he manages and leads and sets direction. The employees follow. 
The citizen obeys. The citizen obeys. When, the, when, when, when government begins to say, you cannot preach about Jesus, and we ought to obey God rather than man. Our government right now is trying to protect our borders from sea to shining sea. And I would suggest very strongly that we obey them that are in authority. I don't think there's an underlining cause right now saying, okay, we're gonna shackle every pulpit so they can't preach the word of God anymore. There's obviously some type of virus going around and they wanna get it knocked down right now. You can debate that all you want. You know, the student has its role, that is to learn. It's to learn. And for you in our school, our principal's already been in contact with the parents and it will more so tomorrow. And we're gonna see to it by the grace of God that I believe by Wednesday things will be up and you'll be able to do things online, take tests, all that he has planned. Our goal is still to figure out a way to get our college students graduated, made, whatever the date is, and get them all down the line, get their grades complete, get their, their, their studies all done. But the goal is uh, for a student is to, to learn. The goal of a teacher, the role is to teach. The role of a pastor is to lead. Everyone in life has been given a station. The problem comes when someone wants to get out of their station and run the next guy's station. It'd be like me and I have no skill in the kitchen, zero skill and I'm gonna keep it that way. And if I learn anything, I'm not gonna tell my wife because why would I wanna do that? But I don't have any skill. I believe in all the many years we've been married, I've never ever once, I hope this is true, complained about the meal. Because I'm married to a wonderful lady and she'd say, fine, you make the next one. I'm not making the next one. You know, whatever she puts before me, we've had some good burnt sacrifices along the pathway of life. We, 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 we've had some good meals along. I would not know how to do it. And sometimes she'll say, yeah, this was not as good as I expected it tonight. I am not gonna say, you know, I didn't think it was your top game. Are you kidding me? Say, it tastes good to me. Boy, it's great, it's wonderful. Do it again tomorrow night, different menu, but praise God for that. I am not gonna reach in the house and do what I'm not called to do. I am not, you men, you men, so many men here have pastored. How many times has someone come and tried to lead the church? And you say, Gladys, you can't do that. You're out of your area. And Gladys has never pastored a church. Sometimes some laymen have tried that. Thank God we've been really basically free from that for these nearly 45 years. Don't lead an area that is not yours. Don't go to work if you're able to go to work this, tomorrow and tell the manager what to do. Uh, don't go tell the CEO what to do. Find your station in life and then do it. I knew that God wanted me to preach on this and then it began to develop last Wednesday when my wife and I heard Vice President Pence speak. I don't know Vice President Pence. I think uh, Pastor Cooper, you might know him personally. I'm not sure. And I know uh, Brother Fugit, our dear friend, knows him personally, and other people, and uh, probably Indiana pastors know him. I don't know him, and I've not even seen him that much. But when I've read things about him, and when I've seen things about him, he just appears to me to be Mr. Loyal. He just appears that he would take a bullet for the president. He, uh, to me, I might be all wrong, it appears that every time he's under attack, the president for something, 
Uh, Mr. Pence is there to stand right with them and not give opinions. You know, as we think of that, he's fulfilling his role. I don't know if he'd ever be president, but that's not his worry right now. His role right now is to be vice president and not planning on I'm gonna be the president. His role is to be the vice president of the United States of America. I have the joy, I get to my text in a moment. I have the joy to become an assistant pastor for two pastors. And you know those four, four and a half years were great days in my life. When I worked for the first pastor, I worked for the man who became my father-in-law. My job was never to correct him. My job was never to analyze him. My job was to know him. I wanted to know how he ticked. I didn't give opinions about it. I didn't come with my agenda. And I believe in he's gonna be 95 next month and whether he's watching right now in the Midwest, I don't know, pastor of the same church, 57 years. I think he'd have to say, Jack followed me. Jack did not fight against me. Uh, Jack was, when he said, Jack, you're the janitor. I, I didn't, this is beneath me. I didn't go to four years of college to be the janitor. I was thrilled to be the janitor. And when he gave me other responsibilities, I wanted to do it through his eyes. I worked for, secondly, after two years there, I worked for Dr. Larry Chapel. His son worked for me for five years before he went to Lancaster, California. And when I worked for that good man, when I worked for him, it was not my idea and my thought to be frustrated with him, be critical of him, to attack him. And by the way, I've just used two names and I rarely use them. That's been 40, I've been here 44 years. That's been almost 50 years ago and 46 and 45 years ago. And you from this lips, these lips in staff meeting and in this pulpit, you've never heard one word of criticism out of my mouth for those two men. That's not my task. That's not my job. I'm not here to analyze. I'm not here to attack. I'm not here to uh, say, and I, I, I can't stand this statement. Well, sure, we had differences. That's disloyal. I would never say, well, sure, we had differences. That's like going to say, well, yeah, she's my wife. And yes, we have differences, but you know, and we have arguments. We have that. What's that about? That's throwing the wife under the bus. I was not paid at that time or after that time to attack the man that gave me a job. My job was to fulfill my role and to do exactly what I was told to do. God gave me parents and to this day, no one's ever heard me criticize and evaluate my parents. Well, you know, they really weren't good on this and they weren't good on this. What is that? You gotta be kidding me. If I could be half the man my dad is, I would be rejoicing. My job, my job is not to criticize my wife. I was the other day just pondering our marriage and I don't want to be the Jack and Cindy show right now, although she's the only one here. Just very few in here tonight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's just about it right over here. I got thinking about her the other day and I said, Lord, anytime in these 40, 
plus years of ministry and 44 here. Pastor Atwood, she could have pulled the rug out from underneath me. I don't want to stay here. I don't like the area. I don't like you. I, 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 don't like, I, I don't like whatever it might be. But because she stayed, and she stayed anchored, she has allowed me to fulfill my role that God has given to me. Here we have two boys, two brothers, James and John. And really the story is taken from Mark, uh, Matthew 20, uh, that, that's a good one to read, exact same story, but mother, mother came and she said, now we wanna position my boys. I, I want them to be close to you. And the Bible says there was, there was strife, verse 24, there was strife among them, which should be accounted the greatest. There was strife. Strife is never from God. This week, I want to challenge us to examine your social media. I never knew, you're going to think I'm very ignorant. I never knew my phone could tell me how much time on, on it in a day. And somehow I pushed something on my phone and it said, you're spending an hour and 15 minutes a day on your cell phone. Well, I know I'm not on social because I don't have social media. And I, I really was convicted of an hour 15, then I got thinking, uh, most of that is just returning calls. And then I have the, uh, the phone here at the office and I'm returning calls. But I know on that cell phone I was returning calls and I was returning text messages. I got home today and I tell you what, my phone blew up with text messages. I tried to text you all back that text me. It was so encouraging. I love the service this morning and God really worked and God spoke to my heart and here's a picture of our family watching and all those things. But if you were to take your phone and apparently there's something you could push somewhere along there, it tells you, I'm looking, they're all shaking your head at me, it tells you how much time. Now if you're returning calls, that's one thing. If you're winning people of Christ, but would you see this week how much time you're spending on social media? I want to tell you something, it's probably a waste. Wouldn't it be great if the people of God would watch a service like this and listen to maybe KNBBC.com radio and listen to the archive messages to the old preachers of yesteryear and listen to the singing church, but wouldn't it be great if we just got off a lot of this social media and while I believe this, while my opinion is this, well, I, I don't agree with you that, that that's gonna wear you out. Our men know, I, I don't like to know that stuff. It bothers me. You know, someone said this about you. Don't tell me, I don't want to know. It hurts, it wounds. I don't need to know that stuff. I want to know him. And I want to walk so with God. And I want you to pray for me this week because I want more time in prayer and more time in Bible study and more time to contemplate my role in life and what I'm supposed to be doing, how we're supposed to move this church by the grace of God forward to make it a spiritual, holy, godly church and a church without spot or without blemish to our Lord Jesus Christ as we see is approaching. There's strife. As we find here today, our role in life, I want to remind you this. Strife comes when you do not find your role in life. Strife comes. Contention comes. And 
so many people are pressing to find the next role that they're missing the present role. If you don't succeed at this role here, you're not ready for the next role. I'll tell you, this woman's driving me crazy. I'm gonna dump her off. I got a, a new one over here. But, but you didn't succeed here first. Now, I'm not suggesting she's the right one over there. I'm just saying you have to fulfill here. When I left those two pastors, and I loved them both, and I tried to give them my best, but both said to me, Brother Trevor, I think they call me Brother Jack. Brother Jack, stay, please. Stay. One had left prior to my leaving, and the new assistant who took over said, Brother Trevor, stay with me. And I said, you know that I believe God's leading me to pastor. I believe I was led to a man. I don't believe I was led to a ministry. I was led to a man. I've taught that all my life. And the man left and he took another church and he sent me business cards with my name, associate pastor. And I said, but you know, I'm not going down there, pastor. I'm not going to another place. And none of this is, please, if you're looking at this being rude to anybody, it's not. I could tell you this, that both those men said, Brother Jack, I'd like you to stay with us. You're not prepared to leave a church if you're leaving it with a wound. Whether you're a staff position or whether you're a church member, if things are not right, say, well, I'll go over here and I'll get it settled right here. It's gonna resurface, whatever the problem is. You deal and there was strife. You do not go to find a position out of strife. Look what the Bible says, and there was strife. There was strife among them who should be counted greatest. Could we calm the strife down this week? Can we get along with God? I'm not talking about kumbaya. I'm going to get along with this person that's a God hater and this one. No, I'm not to walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. No, he that walketh the wise men shall be wise. A companion of fools shall be despised. I, but I'm going to be a Christian gentleman to everybody. But I'm not talking about a kumbaya. We're all one. But I am saying this, that God's people should not be building their lives around strife, and most of the time it's because we're not happy with our station in life. And so when you find your role, you'll have adversity, but adversity and strife are not even on the same page. Adversity comes from without to within, strife comes from within to out. And if we're wounding people on the pathway of life, that is not adversity, that is strife. Notice, secondly, strife comes when we live for ourselves and for pride. Notice what the Bible says in verse 24 again. There was strife among them that who should be, here it is, accounted the greatest, my pride. I serve God here with the most amazing deacons. They're amazing. I don't think they're prima donnas and I don't think they're full of pride. I think they're men that want to serve God. I serve God with the greatest people in the world. I, I, I see such humility of heart with our members. I see such humility of heart with my staff. Brother Pusin, we've worked together a long time. And, and you know, we, we could say together, Brother Sly, we've worked together many, many decades. 
that our staff make it so easy because we're not trying to promote one over the other. We're trying to work together as a team and as a family. Here's your role, now you fulfill it. And here's your role, you'll fulfill it. And may I just say tonight, and I'm gonna to try to close this down, strife comes when you do not find your role in life. Strife comes when you don't fulfill your role, but you're not ready for another role until you get this one settled here. And, and when strife comes, it's because of pride. Well, I'm hurt, I'm upset, I'm not happy, I'm this, I'm that. It's not about us. And then I want you to see strife comes when we don't serve. Look what the Bible says. And he said unto them, the king of the Gentiles exercised lordship over them, and they exercised authority upon them, they're called benefactors. But ye shall not be so. And he that's greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he that is chief, let him as he that doth serve. For whether it is greater that he sitteth at meat or he serveth, it's not for he that sitteth at meat, but I am among you as he that serveth. In the text of the same uh, text over here in Matthew chapter number 20, he's saying the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister. The goal, whatever your role is, is I wanna, I wanna serve. School teacher, I wanna serve. College professor, I wanna serve. And I promise you every college student will be called this week and we'll stay in touch with you this week because you're our people. We're, we're, we're not just close to you when you're here and some are still in the dorms, but very few. Most have gone home. We, we wanna serve you. We want to know what to pray about. And we're going to gather those up. And if they're public, and I'm going to have them every day at a prayer meeting. We're going to pray for our students that, that are here and that have gone home. And we're going to pray for our elementary. And I want our teachers to pray. Is there any illness in the home? Is there any sickness in the home? Is dad been laid off? I want to be concerned for our senior citizens that perhaps might need to, need to get to the hospital. And the doctor said, you come on in. I want to be concerned to get them there. I want to be concerned about the emergency surgeries this week. I want to be concerned if there's a home going this week. God did not cause or call us to be prima donnas. God has called us to serve and it's more blessed to serve. It's blessed to serve, it's a good thing to serve. Our internet is such a blessing, but those that despise it, I'll guarantee it are not serving. When people have ought, they're not serving. But, but, but I'm a, I have this position, you may have a position, but your position is never to be unkind and not serve. And so tonight I ask you, will you find your role? And God said, Jesus said, your, your role is just to, to serve people. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.